Um, one topic that can't seem to rest easy with me. Um, Boosie. And I love me some Boosie. Boosie badass. I fuck with him. He's a real one. I like him. Now, he's very, very controversial. He is always, usually, on the net for saying, like, ridiculous outlandish ass shit. But um, anyway, just let's go ahead and go over the timeline or the, the headline here. It is, y'all agree. Boosie says social media is the cause of this generation's failed relationship. Now, look, I had a field day with this damn thing. Um, honestly, before we even got on here, I had a conversation with my mom. I did. Mm-hmm. I talked to her about it. But, um, I mean, I could go and just go into what I feel about it or, you know, want to go into it. I'm perfectly fine with that as well. Um, if you're burning... Yearning, I'm willing to wait through the <laughs> I mean, okay, so I just gotta I gotta go back to this to and really see you know what all he said because say about let I just get, let me pull it up. Hold on. Okay, so pretty much He's saying social media is the fail, you know, it's it's the reason why we have failed in relationships. And I totally agree. I mean, the video has a lot of context to it. So, you know, the caption doesn't really speak for. And we'll put the link so you guys can always refer to it. You know, he's right. Social media has, I mean, come on, everything's put out there. It's, it's I mean it's it's bound to happen where you get caught up with somebody um maybe you're not being a hundred percent faithful in your relationship or whatever the case may be and it's like that information is instant it's is there now it's open and it could it could even be something that's not like cheating or anything like that the fact that somebody could have a whole bunch of followers and they may post a lot and you have you know people that are at their their access right there to just see somebody that you would never be able to see so yeah it creates a little insecurity um in relationships it it creates trust issues for sure it creates a lot of different dynamic and and a lot of different things that we probably would have never even dealt with before you know social media came came up and then and then also um there's this guy um, uh, I believe his name is Reggie Sun on Instagram. He has a song, and then he, at the end of the song, he has all these black older. I just talk about different things, and one of them mentioned that literally was like, I don't know how I would have did it back in, uh, well, if they had technology like we have back then, they just wouldn't, you know. And that's the reason why they last because it was just the the reality in a real life not this illusion or you know the thing you can see from you know what you're consuming like it just wasn't that way so yeah now I feel like it just plays a hand in um the way I mean you know you got people that are like oh my gosh you didn't post me you don't love me shit like that like I mean come on 
even even 10 years ago, I don't think that this would have been a problem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it does play a part. But he had a lot of stuff that he said, and yeah, y'all hear it. The um, if y'all haven't heard it already, what he said, I think that was. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Um, talking to my mom about it was very a very interesting interesting perspective. I mean, she is from what is it, Gen X, the ones that are like what late thirties or wait, early forties to the fifties. She's from Generation X, Gen X. They're from. Gen- I thought they yeah. was uh. Am I wrong? What am I wrong? Let me Google it. I think they no, may be your mom, my mom. No, no way. We're millennials. So no way. Gen- Let me find out what they are. So they are. Yes, we need to know what this is. The ones. So yeah, anybody. Star date is 1965 to 1980. My dad was 1967. My mom was 1972. Oh, so yeah. Gen X. Um. My mom was telling me this. She was like, you know, you guys search for instant gratification. She's like, that's where the problem all has started. Um, She's like, you know, everybody wants to feel good right now. Um, On social media, everybody is selling a persona. They're selling a facade. They're not really being true to who they are. She said, you know, everybody wants to hear and say they're a boss bitch, quote unquote. But they don't even know what the hell that takes, what the hell that even means. What does that entail? She said, I mean, and it's true. In the year 2020, everybody said they were a damn entrepreneur. What does that mean? What is that? <laughs> everybody was an entrepreneur. Everybody. And that meant, that meant stealing PPP loans. That meant Yo. being a scammer. You were an entrepreneur under that right. Mm-hmm. She said, everybody just wants to fit what they think works. You go on a date, everybody's on their phones. They're not talking. They're not getting to know each other. They're getting mm. to know a facade, an image. Yeah. And she said a lot of these women are fake. They do Photoshop to their bodies. Hell, I've done Photoshop. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I've done it. But at the end of the day, when you see me in person, I got my work done, whatever that comes with it. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm 100% about it. Um I am, I'm only so upfront about what I have done and what, because I don't want people to be like, oh, well, oh my God, she's so this, she's so this. Yeah, these are unrealistic expectations to measure yourself up against. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To me, it's not fair to allow regular people or normal people or people who have not gotten things done or whatever to compare themselves to individuals who have. So I like to mm-hmm. be realistic and I like to be honest about what I've done and yeah. I mean, whatever that means. Um. So with that being said, she was saying, we just, we're, we're in a world where everybody just wants to instantly feel good. And it's true. I mean, you have Instagram models or influencers, and I, I put heavy quotations around it, who are <laughs> renting Airbnbs to take pictures of them to seem as though these are their home. Oh, God. Really? People, I didn't realize that. But yeah, I was reading some, some articles about mm. the extent that people go in order to make it seem like they have a certain lifestyle of which they do not. Mm. Um, it's very frustrating. If you're average Joe and if you're average Jane in a world like this where you're trying to keep up, it's hard for you to see the relevancy of pushing forward since everybody mm. is um, acting as though they are living a life of which they are not. Um, so I, I do like to talk to the previous generation um, but one, one really heavy thing about me is 
the reason why I always say I was born in the wrong era mm-hmm. is because for the most part, I grew up around my great grandparents and mm-hmm. hearing how things were for them mm-hmm. are so different. And it's beyond the whole understanding of, oh, well, the man understands that he needs to be the alpha male, blase, 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 all that bullshit. But one thing my great grandma always believed in is there was a different dynamic. Yeah. And what I understood from what her discussion was is her role was her role was respected and her husband's role was respected. So basically, where we're looking at now today, mm-hmm. trying to sit here and fight, oh, I'm the alpha male. You know, I mean, you hear a lot of people from the Gen X um generation saying, Oh, there's so many women. They're acting like men today. Yes. Oh my God. I I had that conversation with my dad today. Um, And honestly, I mean, I'm skipping around with the conversation, but I sat here and looked at him. I said, dad, well, wait a minute. Didn't you want me to not be reliant on a male? Like, what are we doing? So, Mm. you know, it's just, (laughs) so what do you mean? You're sitting here judging women that are dominant or alpha females. See, that's the thing. Mm. People fail to realize there are alpha females. Yeah. You know, um, they have created a, a a trajectory or a lane within themselves um and they have been empowered and that is what they're working off of now what people fit to realize an alpha female will very much so succumb or relent to a man that is capable or worthy mm-hmm. of that power so when she feels like he can lead she will succumb to that but anyway yeah. going back to my great-grandparents my great-grandma was really good with finances my great-grandfather was a truck driver he wasn't, but he wanted to do whatever, do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. My great grandma, her thing was always just make sure you have your, you are in charge of your man's finances. Hmm. And me, I'm not that great with finances. I'll be honest with you, hmm. but I think she was just coming from the standpoint of if you're good at it and if you can have any kind of leverage in the relationship, have the leverage of taking control the finances and paying the bills because in a relationship the first time where you can notice infidelity is usually through the what the finances so if you're in charge of that you get to see what has changed within Mm. that um she didn't go too deep in that because she was a little bit whatever she was Mm. but um she really said the finances are really the core of the relationship. I mean, that's why you hear a lot of people, they divorce over financial infidelity. Hmm. So, you know, somebody lying about, you know, what they may make or who they are, their social standard, their social standing, uh, all that it is financial infidelity. It is infidelity to a sense because they have lied to you and perpetrated that they are a certain way of which they are not. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, all this to say, we have really come a long way in a faraway way. And honestly, we've distanced ourselves from mm-hmm. what the goal really is. You so know, then to, okay. What is, what is the goal or at least what society views the goal as? I mean, unfortunately we have all these individuals that want to be you know, relationship gurus or want to want to want to proclaim that they have all the answers. But I think mm-hmm. what people should really truly understand is that it's subjective. 
and relationship is subjective. Um, learn your individual. And that's why we get into the issues that we do. You have men yeah. that are dating women as the past women they dealt with. And you have women that are dating men as the past men that they dealt with. When in actuality, yeah. they need to understand that they need to search and explore um, and experience the individual that they have before them. Mm. It makes it very what? difficult. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, a big part of the issue is when a couple splits don't take time to date themselves and then move forward, you know, because my, here's my logic behind it. You have to have time. You, if, if you were in a relationship with somebody and it was even, um, a consistent, like, you know, around each other type of relationship or a long-term relationship at that point, you've learned, you've, uh, you've been around this person, you've adapted to their habits, you, you know, you've dealt with them for, you know, a bit of time. So to have to unwind from that, like, I mean, you need some time. So you can't just go from one person to the next because you are so, um, you know, used to the patterns that the other person had. So then you kind of go in and kind of confuse with the new person. Cause you're like, okay, well, I'm used to this, even though you're a new person, I acknowledge that, but I'm used to this. And it takes a little bit of time. You know, they say, um, it takes what three months or maybe less than that to form a habit. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like going I don't back know if they to said, I don't know if they said two weeks or so, but I don't know if that's really true. But you maybe know, I mean, it's objective. It I think everybody's different. You know what I mean? I don't know if, if it's fair to put a stamp on, oh, okay, this is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's it's gotten to the point where uh, men and women are confused of what men and women should do <laughs> in a relationship. I mean, you know, you can have your own dynamic and have your own little flow of things. It doesn't have to be a particular way, but I do believe that men have, uh, you know, this role as, you know, just being men where they naturally need to provide. They just naturally do that. They naturally are there to protect certain things like that, that are just the true element of you and your gender, uh, or who you are as a person that just, that, I mean, that's inevitable. You have to let that happen. Just like with a woman, their, you know, main, and it doesn't always have to be like this for women, but, you know, their sole purpose is to be there for another man or to be able to, uh, to, to be that, that person behind them, the backbone, you know, or the rib, you know, to be able to stand beside the man and, and pretty much be there for them, you know, like, and bear the children and, you know, cook. And, and it doesn't have to be so, so, so like, oh, domesticated, like, oh, I have to cook and clean every day type of thing. But that is just certain natural elements for a woman. So, you know, certain things like that, where it's just like, all right, let's just let that happen. Let, let the female have their feelings because they are an emotional person. They're, you know, emotional being. Let that happen. The men are more, uh, you know, they take control. They, you know, stand on certain things a little bit differently. Let that happen. And it, it kind of, it can get a little hard with those things in these days because you have men that don't know how to do the real man job or women that have gotten so used to being that 
you know, that stand up woman and that, you know, takes control and is strong and never cries and all that. They, I mean, we've gotten into different habits now, so it kind of gets confusing. Um, so I don't know. It's, <sighs> I mean, it kind of almost I- reminds me of the conversation of, you know, like I said, Gen X, they believe that men have turned into women and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I'd be a liar if I didn't acknowledge it. And here, I know that conversations might not be so fluid and it's so easy to have, but this is where we have it. This is a space to have those conversations. I mean, to be quite frank, we can't expect men to arise from the ashes of an environment where a woman is existing. Mm -hmm. A woman cannot... (laughs) <laughs> make a man yeah it's that's just true. like a man can put his input into a woman or his daughter but my dad by himself would not have been able to make me the woman that I am he wouldn't yeah. have been able to make me in touch with my divine femininity he mm-hmm. would have said okay this is how a woman should be this but you don't know what it is to be a woman yeah so with that being said I do think it's very imp- it's it's imperative for both, you know, for kids to have or people to have both parents. Mm-hmm. Because, excuse me, it allows them that experience of which they need. Any questions mm-hmm. of which they might have, they can ask and go. <clears throat> yeah. But all that to say, this is a very huge domino effect. And it's much greater than just saying, oh, men are to blame and women are to blame. Men need to accept that women are becoming empowered. Mm-hmm. Women are able to take education. A lot of a lot more women are becoming more educated than men, to be honest with you. So there's gonna oh, be a yeah. sense of empowerment. So mm-hmm. with that acknowledgement and with that understanding, men are gonna be insecure. Just think, yeah. if you're battling up against somebody who has been educated, who has literally a advantage, as you would mm. think, over you, there is security, but it needs to be, a, a spade needs to be called a spade. Mm-hmm. Understand that if you decide not to get the education of which you feel like you need, do not hold it out on the woman, except... Yeah you decided to not get the education of which you wanted to get and the woman chose to do that but don't try to bring her down don't try to remind her that she's not a man she knows that she doesn't have a penis between her legs mm-hmm. respect the woman for who she is and i think that's all women want yeah i want the respect of not dealing with misogyny at work not dealing with toxic masculinity at work not having to deal with guys cat calling and acting like they haven't seen a woman work with them. Woman, woman mm. want, want to deal with being accepted for who they are and the skill set that they provide. Because boy, do they ever have it. They want to be able to be accepted and um, acknowledged for what they can bring to the table. As opposed to men, those misogynistic men on podcasts and everywhere else and within our workspaces who say, what can a woman mm-hmm. really bring to me? But pussy, sorry, but I'm going to say it like it is, but mm-hmm. pussy and cooking. 
That is the most degrading, messed up thing you can say to a woman because a woman can bring so much. Yeah. So I think that people need to really look at that. You know, while you're sitting here looking at the influencers, you don't know those Instagram influencers. You don't know if they have an education. I'm trying to be an Instagram influencer, but nobody knows I have a cybersecurity degree. Yeah. They're judging. The thing, just because you're attractive, you're an idiot. You're a moron. And women want that to stop. And I will stand every day, every hour, every minute to ensure that we as a unit feel empowered against men. And it's not a battle against men because I respect men for their power and everything they contribute to the world. And I feel like we need each other. Men need women and women need men. But what Mm. I don't like is when they act like they don't need us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you can't even bear a child. So how can... (laughs) And that's the... that's, I mean, that's what's making the world go continuation yeah men are yes providing the other source but what i mean you're talking about a man's part that it's not that it's not important because it is it's very important but there is a, a really bigger part of this and you're talking about carrying a child to be able to make this a person and make them a, a person that you're going to see for another hundreds, um, maybe 90 or to hundreds. And at that point, it, this is multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. And who is doing this? Women. We are creating these people. So, I mean, we're making the continuation of our evolution. We're We're doing it. And that has to be recognized. Men have to know from the very source of it all like that we are doing this so at least provide us the respect that you know that we deserve even on that just that level alone because that's a big important thing hey and um i feel like at some point because a lot of men throughout maybe the 70s 80s and 90s um they have been kind of taught to to work against women um, so much by even the people, you know, it's crazy because even women were so used to it that they were like, no, you know, women stay in a woman's place. You know, women were brainwashed, you know, for a very long time. But uh, these men have grown and now we have that generation where that, yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're dealing with. And this is the reality of it. So it is, it's, it's going to be a hard thing to turn around, but I do feel like we have now entered that, that part of our revolution um, where, yeah, it's going to be women next to men again in, in the, the right way. You know, us having to, I mean, come on, this whole Roe versus Wade thing, like that is ridiculous. And it was mainly men that decided that. So... Can we ever stop a man from doing something? That would be I mean, a, a, a wild day. I think that's difficult. Um, hmm. Yeah, because I mean, say, think about it. When have women ever been able to gather at a round table and say, 
Men cannot, they do not have the option to do this. There's never been. Right. And, and I mean, and that's why, honestly, um, I'm going to say it to you guys. And I hope you guys remember me saying this. Because when it happens, I want you guys to remember this day. Uh, it's October 13, 2022. I hope to infiltrate Congress or the Senate. Um, I'm just going to say it like that. <laughs> it's so blatant. But I <laughs> And the reason why I want to is because I feel like we need more women, to be more precise, to infiltrate um, the government. Um, I think that if more of us are seen, the more of us can get what we need done. I feel like it's a conjointed effort. I feel like if most of us want to get on that page of um, conquering, not conquering in a weird Alexander the Great way or anything weird like that, but just kind mm-hmm. of getting together and empowering together and, and, and we have to create and move the movement like we need to yeah. as a conjointed effort. Um, and that is one of my efforts that I want to do within this life before I take my dying breath. Um, my idea is this. I understand that we may not be able to sit at a round table with just us, but I would like us, I, I would like us to be the majority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want when everybody counts around and does a head count, I want it to be 75% of us. I do. Yeah, I do. Or at least 50, yeah. 50. We don't have to over, over, you know, be, be I feel like don't. But I feel like it's just, just make it equal. Just make it equal and fair, you know? Equal would be nice, but I feel like in the first year of grounding and the first year of maneuvers and really changing things, I wouldn't be mad if there was a 75%. And then we could slowly degrade down to a 50. Because mm-hmm. honestly, all these years we've had, we've had men overruling. Right. So yeah. you guys can deal with one freaking year or a couple years. Uh, a couple of years with us having a 75% uh, advantage. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Just for us to, you know, I mean, it might sound very, you know, uh, feminist. You know, a lot of people say I sound like a <laughs> feminist. Um, I am, but uh, I don't really like to call myself a fem- feminist. I'm going to sound a lot like Jada Pinkett here. I'll say I'm a womanist because I, I do feel like there's a difference. I really yeah. want to stand for the cause of women as a whole not just for Caucasian women or black women or whatever, but women as a whole. I feel like a lot of times that these movements, they tend to be have a bias towards um, whatever they're preferential to. Mm. But um, I love all women and I stand for all women of all colors. And I want us to, to stand within that. Um, do I feel like there are some women within the demographics that may have maybe less supported or less represented than others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but right now, um, I'll do what I can and I'll exist the way that I can. But all that to say, it would be nice just to thrive in the comfort of having a little bit more women around. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah, we'll talk about that later. But there's so many <laughs> sectors that are um, overcome or overwhelmed by men. Yeah. Well, let's start putting in the work. That's really where it starts. 
Now, I know we're getting almost uh, 30, day, uh, 30 minutes in. So, you know, there's one topic that I wanted to touch on. Um, and it's a video of, you know, we, and we watch a lot of um, different podcasts and we get, you know, into, um, well, we pay, you know, get into everything, podcast, blogging, um, just all of the current news. And, you know, we get a lot of opinions and things like that, a lot of um, things that we feel like, okay, let's talk about this because, um, you know, we deal with a lot, um, like, you know, this topic about the social media and how it affects relationships and just, you know, in general. Um, but there was a woman that was talking, you know, cheating um, and how pretty much it would affect the relationship. And pretty much uh, we, we got to go ahead and have that posted um, so that you guys can hear the actual video. But they're pretty much saying um, the guy is even saying cheating isn't the end of all men. You can pretty much um, be, a, you know, have cheated um, or have been maybe even cheated chronically. Um, but at some point you can be a different person and change. And um, I just think it. there's a lot of there's a lot of background for that. Um, and it it can be different for different people. But with this particular one they're pretty much saying um that men feel like they get into relationships to begin with due to pressure um because women are pressured due to societal uh standards to have a man so the relationships goes from fun to structured and now they have to obey these rules and well i'm gonna go into the other ones and then we can kind of like dive in but um the other one was once they commit and start to invest in you paying bills and such, that is when cheating becomes offensive. But for them, um, still not grounds to leave you, uh, but grounds to restructure. Let that nigga take you out and pay these bills. Let's go back to how we were before, before, uh, before you made me commit to this. And yeah. then pretty much um, they're saying, but well, what I get from this convo is some men feel like since they have to be in a monogamous structured relationship with women due to societal norms and such that they feel like it's okay for them to cheat or have side relationships um, or they are entitled to some side chick coochie or something like that because this is not what they truly wanted to do, but it was for you. So mm. do something for them and understand, you know, he's pretty much paying the bills. So, hey, so, um, but that that pretty much piggybacks off of why I am very uncomfortable with the idea of being a stay-at-home wife. Yeah. I feel like when men have that leverage of saying, hey, sweetie, you don't have to work anymore. Uh, you actually don't have to worry about shit anymore. You can stay at home. I feel like it comes with something. And I hate to say it, but I feel like a lot of times when a man offers something like that, it comes mm -hmm. with something. So him offering me to stay at home, that's offering, okay, I stay at home with the kids. He knows who I am at all times. There's no insecurity. There's no excitement. There's no mystery of where the hell I am. He mm. knows where I am. I ain't going nowhere. And I rely on that man for my lifestyle. So now he has taken back of power. He now has control in our relationship. Mm. So whatever transpires, anything I need, I am begging that freaking man. Any groceries I need, anything I need for the children, I'm asking him. Any handbag I need, any makeup mm -hmm. I need, I'm asking him. I don't get to just do it on my own. A relationship as a person, if you are thriving and you are being your own, you need 
to have your own sense of autonomy. I don't care what mm-hmm. nobody says. You need to feel like an individual person. He shouldn't isolate you. He shouldn't make you feel like you're not good enough. Because what happens mm-hmm. is when an individual is taking care of you, they will therefore act like you're a subordinate. Mm. They will now treat you as if you are subordinate. You got to do what I say because guess what? You don't do shit. You don't work. Mm. You stay at home. Why the hell did, why, why aren't the dishes clean? Why is there yeah. a meal cook? Why don't you do this? Why not but you know what? You? you know what? And I feel like, okay, that, that's a really, really valid point. Because, yeah, I mean, the, the control just takes over right there. Um, and I feel like sometimes it may be a natural thing um, that <laughs> I just feel like they might just roll into this just because it's like, I'm taking care of you. Some 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 people, some men could actually feel like, okay, I'm taking care of you and this is my job and I and, and you're here with my kids and you're holding this side of my life down so I handle that side. Um, some can actually be respectful and do it at the same time and handle it gracefully. But some just, I mean, they just turn into this person, right? And but but then I say that to say that the the women that go into this agreement of okay, I'm gonna be that stay at home wife and I'm gonna, you know, raise up our kids and you know, be there for PTA meetings and you know um be able to cook and 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 bake and do all these things and host uh Christmas and shit like that. That is fine, but you have to be able to keep something for yourself. It doesn't have to be you who are working a full-time job or you're providing all this and that to, you know just as much as he is, but just something because what I realize is that a man can be in that position and and not even knowingly fall into the trap of be- becoming a controlling person. Um, mm. But but if you but if you make sure that you recognize you, then they will always always recognize you. If you lose yourself within that role, then yeah, I mean it's it's shitty because you would think that that person has a, a conscious mind to not you know treat you as such. But hey, what what do you kind of what do you expect? You know, like, what do you take away from that if you're allowing this person to think this of you? So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, and it's not any blame or anything. Like, oh, my gosh, you should just feel this type of way uh, and feel bad about it. But no, you just got to have something for yourself. You're a stay-at-home mom and, you you know, maybe you like to bake a lot. You know, bake, bake, bake some stuff, take pictures, you know, do whatever. Hey, if you like to... to uh, to, to sew or something, sew some stuff up, sell it on Etsy or something like that. You know, just do something little for yourself that you still have some type of, uh, you know, meaning. And once that's it, as long as it's there is, you know, nothing's nobody can say, oh, I'm just controlling you. And I'm just like, oh, you have nothing to fall back on or you have nothing that, that you can, you know, uphold yourself for. You No, how can they say that? You're providing yourself a happiness that nobody else can do. You're providing yourself a peace of mind. Nobody else can do that for you. So, um, you know, it's it's just very important for anybody. That's it. Because, you know, women can be providers too. And men could stay home and, you know, and succumb to that role. Um, So anybody that or would decide to let's switch roles and, and I'm going to you just have to be able to keep something for yourself. You know, it was a movie. Uh, 
I think it was Tyler Perry movie. Um, uh, I can't remember the movie, but I know Sanaa Lathan played in it and she was like the breadwinner of the family and her husband was like for some construction company. I'm sure that most of y'all remember this movie. Um, and she was the one that was like emotionally abusive and talking down on him and you know he was trying to get himself together and he was more involved with the kids and she was just so into the work and you know I mean and and so it just shows like you know the tables could be turned either way um but then he never lost himself because he ended up having you know his shit worked out you know he ended up getting his business together and you know and that's just how it works it doesn't always have to be a business or something big or you have to be entrepreneur or anything like that but it's just something for you you know um but as far as people or men feeling like okay well I do this I do that and you kind of push me into the relationship so you should be okay with me doing no you're um a, a person that can be accountable you're an adult um if you really didn't want to be here in this relationship just say that and a lot of men just make the women be the one that have to just walk away but you're 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 supposed to be a stand up guy. Just just know when it's not for you, and just say, listen, I understand that this this may hurt you a lot, but I have to do the right thing and just let you go because I'm not I, I can't I don't want to be with you or whatever the reason may be, so that you can move on and she can move on and and maybe she, you know I mean depending on the person maybe they wouldn't have a you know um very good reaction to that or maybe they would be heartbroken or maybe they would need a lot of closure who That's knows respect. yeah it's just like allow that person to ha- because come on now you go into a relationship just because you feel like oh they were forced or you were forced and then you you're with this person you make them think that everything's all good and then you go and you cheat because you're really not happy and you're really not satisfied and men really will not cheat <laughs> If they really are good. never really satisfied. I mean, I feel like at some point, people know when they're good. Men or women, they know when they're good. But especially men, I just feel like uh, for you to go out and cheat, um, even if it's a spontaneous infidelity, I just feel like at that point, like you already know deep down that you're not really, you're not good. So you're going to, you're going to do something that would be outside of what you believe to do. And it's like, but if men or women are really into what they have and they're like, no, I would never do this. They stand on their loyalty with their relationship. They're not going to do it, you know? And that's just how so it is. The person who cheats is a person that what, doesn't know themselves. I feel like people, so so when you Wait. see somebody who cheats, what do you think? I just, I see that if you're cheating, you're just not, you're not done with being with other people. Mm. It doesn't matter. Like I say, it could be a spontaneous, it could be a, oh my gosh, I, it's, you know, somebody that I've known for all this time. And now because when you're happens. really, when you're really just like, all right, I really want to be with somebody, you don't care yeah. about it. You're really trying to make you it work. Yeah. Like my dad said, there's a difference. He's like, when you like somebody, you'll do everything it takes mm-hmm. to make it work. Everything it takes. So, yeah. 
it's it's never gonna be a thought of you even going that far. Even if even if somebody was to like come up on you, push up on you, you will be disgusted. Be like, no, I don't want you. Like, I have somebody over here that I love. I don't want you. Like, so at that point, like, it's just you just know if you want somebody and you love them and you want to be loyal, you will. And if if <laughs> not, you're just not done. So, what about a situation like this? What? Let's say that person broke up with you, right? And then now mm-hmm. you 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 don't think you guys are gonna get together, right? But you fall in someone, you fall in love with somebody else within a two week span. Then you're begging the other person back because you're not happy with the person you're with. But you can't seem to leave the other person alone because you feel guilty. What is that? You can't leave the new person alone? So the per- the person you were dating, right? Mm-hmm. They were tired of your shit and they said, it's, that's it, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But two weeks passed, you fell in the arms of somebody else. Mm-hmm. But you missed the other person. So you reach out to them. You wanted them back, you begged them. But once you had them, you were still trying to, you still dealt with the other one because you felt bad. Mm. And you were trying to basically tie up the loose ends, but not really, but you felt bad because you felt like you owed them a chance. What is that? Mm. Let's say they had your back in a way no one else did in a certain time. So you feel like you felt like you owed it to them. What is that? I mean, that's just the guilt of a rebound because at that point, it's like, there is no way that who's the rebound the person that was only there for two for about two or three weeks there's no mm-hmm. way that that uh, uh it, i don't know a lot of people say love at first sight different things like that but for you to really have felt a strong way about anybody and this is just in general for anybody to feel so strong like it, it doesn't just happen like that um and i know from you know being in a long-term relationship um you really grow to to know like I want to choose this person um anything anything before those type of thoughts is just like uh I mean it could be a combination it could be a lust it could be a just a physical attraction it could be a need for change or something refreshing or different it could just be a combination of things but it's not the real thing because the real thing it takes that moment where you're like yeah I think I'm gonna choose this. I think I'm gonna choose this person. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here. You know, so um even if you regret that, it later, but how do you know that's not a person that's just finicky that just pretty much goes with the wind? The first person or the sec- the second? The, I mean, I'm how, a, I'm how does the, the first person because I mean honestly, she left the person. Mm. But and he just basically tried to do whatever he could defend for himself. Mm. he's coming at her doorstep talking about I want you back I need you back he fell into the arms of someone else but he don't really fuck with her because I mean he's sitting here begging the first one back Hmm. so how should the first one feel I feel like the the first one should feel like there was too many inconsistencies and that should be dead too because um if the first one was, you know, just chaotic and all over the place, honestly, I, I go with what, what makes you peaceful, what makes you um, just, what makes things simple. Sometimes, I mean, you're never going to have anything perfect, but sometimes you just. What you if just the first one was like, all right, I can't do this because I feel like you're disrupting my peace. So I need to kick you out. 
I mean, well, maybe they maybe they have something that you know that that is something that they're doing. You know, it could be valid. It could be something that they feel. I mean, regardless, anybody's feelings are valid. You know, somebody may feel like, oh, you're hurting my feelings. You're 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 being so mean to me. Da 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 da. That's how they perceive it. So that's for them. It's valid. And you know, it could be something that it, it may be really deep, and it may be really real that has to be faced. That has to be addressed. Um. But I also feel like it's still. If it's if it's chaotic, if it's if it's too much, um, then yeah, there has to be some type of release, some type of separation, you know, at least um even addressing whatever it is that the issue may be, if there's an issue. But it, it also, also cannot be, be, you know, falling back into arms, head over heels, going back to a norm where we're like, you know. <laughs> together forever and always like no no you gotta prove so yeah it has to be something you know proved and worked on and it, it would take time um but it's still not something that and a lot of people um break apart think that they're gonna just break apart but then come back and then be back with each other every day talking all the time on the phone you know going here and there doing stuff no you gotta make that shit real sporadic maybe once a week uh, we might meet up, maybe. I'm not talking to you all day on the phone, every day. You might hear from me through text a few times a week. You might hear from me through the phone, but we're not going to be all day boo-loving on the phone. <laughs> we're not going to be coming up, seeing each other all the time, because now you're not even providing fa- a space for, you know, to, for each each other to think, to to figure out, okay, you know, so do I really want this or am I, or am I just forcing myself because this is in my face? Is this good for me? Is this a lot of, you know, uh, is this, is this what I'm compatible with? Is, you know, there's a lot of different things that, yeah, the space is needed, especially if it hasn't been a long term um, and somewhere where you have like really committed yourself and said, oh, I'm not, not going to walk away. Those type of things that you're like, okay, well, yeah, I'm stick around and work on it because, I done dedicated some time to this, you know, but fresh, you know, under a year. Mm-mm. Nah. Especially two weeks, three weeks. That's not even enough. To be like even thinking of love. But yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's always tricky because we go off of first instinct, first feelings, those butterflies, just how it makes you feel. But think about the long term of how you would feel dealing with this in day in, day out. You have to have peace. You have to make decisions and it has to be a peaceful decision. It has to feel like this was effortless for me to decide this. This was easy. I never had to think twice about it. Yeah. But yeah. I hope that everybody enjoyed, you know, our conversation talk. You know, we've been a little MIA, but uh, we're back. And 
I think, um, I mean, we're going to try to get the clip uh, to play a little bit on Instagram and social media that way. It circulates more, but um, I'm, I'm even kind of interested in, in like what people would feel or how people would feel about us, you know, converting more to a conversation style podcast where we're just talking, we're just chilling, you know? Yeah, I think that's best. Yeah. Well, we can go into the, sorry, go ahead. If people have, um, you know, some, some topics or some things that maybe they're going through, um, and want an opinion, you know, I mean, some people don't have a lot of or advice or yeah, advice. Some people don't have people that they trust or just want a, a, a real non-biased opinion. Of course. Um, put it'll it up. It'll be anonymous. It'll be anonymous. Yeah. Excuse and it, yeah. 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 We'll be over here recording. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about Donda West. I mean, shit. Donda West died 15 years ago. Mm. And y'all blame his response to her death and on everything. It is truly exhausting how y'all still make a Black woman the fault of a Black man's terrible responses. Mm. And then someone responds, Kanye has unlimited un and unfettered access to resources. Y'all defend him when he doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. oh, Man. Look, this is how I look at it that man again the generations <laughs> he, he, he was born in what maybe the um, late 70s um, yeah, the Gen X, the Gen X probably. okay so he he grew up with his mother was the, the focal point and the key person in his life and as he rose to fame, she was there. He lost her in a devastating way. It wasn't no natural stuff. She would still be alive. So I understand it may seem like, okay, give it up with excuses. And, right. you know, his mom been dead for all these time, all these years. No. Listen, it's for, will forever need help. That's just right, you can't dictate how long a person is gonna heal. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You can't do that. I mean, you possible. can't even determine if the man is is over the grief. He's he's still grieving. You can ask any. That's your mom. Yes. And he I, won't, only... I wouldn't be over that shit for a while. Seriously, like my parents. He's the only child. I mean, where's his siblings? Does he have siblings? I don't think so. Think about it. He, it's so many different factors here. I don't know why is this even a conversation because listen, he has just his mother. He's a black man that was raised by just his mother. No siblings. He don't have no type of... He, as far as the the relationship went, he Kim, he, he would have never succeeded with her. I'm sorry. It is what it is. She don't know what it's like to tend to a black man's mind that has mm -hmm. lost their mother. The only person that they even had in their life from the beginning. I mean, and you think about how he, he's a he's a he's a man and you know how boys are different type of relationship. I mean, you know, girls have their own vibe with their moms, but with boys. And then if it was the first boy, you know, and I mean, he was the only boy, 
So even if he had siblings, he still was the first. It's just too many factors. But no, you can't put a time limit on be done grieving. And if everybody's so concerned, then step out there and help. Yeah, he might be acting crazy and he might be looking, he might be doing some really bad fool shit. But at the end of the day, that's what it look, that's what it looks like. Losing his mind. He don't have nobody in his corner for real. And we we may think, oh, he has all these people. He has Diddy. He has Jay. Well, he did have Jay Z. He had all these different people. You know, no, he doesn't have nobody that really truly understands him. But the only person that he had is gone. That's the only person that he had. So I mean, you know, we're we're beyond excuses. It's like this is not excuses. This is he is struggling. His mental Kim had health. enough. And I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't blame her for it. It's hard. Dealing, what dealing with someone with a mental illness? It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Hot and cold, the bullshit, and you just want to be yeah. loved accordingly. Yeah, you deserve love too. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. But I think honestly. Um, he he went backwards when he got with Kim, and that's the sad mm-hmm. truth about it. He if he had somebody that would have been able to nurture him, that could understand him, he probably would have been a lot more um, you know, progressed. With I mean, we just ex- understand black men in a different way. And there's nothing against men or women that date outside of their race. But if you know, you know. A lot of, um, you know, Asians stick to Asian. A lot of Indians stick to Indians. A lot of, you know, um, Africans stick to Africans. Um, I mean, it's just like the culture and the, the race of it all. Like, you know, a lot of Jewish with Jewish. Like, <laughs> you know, um, Mexican, Mexican, like when you start to date outside who you relate to on a soul, um, there becomes, I mean, it's going to be indifferences. So it's just like, it's, it's natural. Um, but she was completely different from him. It's not even like he grew up in this, like this way that she, like that she grew up in. She was rich, you know, from the beginning, never had money issues or nothing. And then on top of that, has privilege. He started off from the bottom. <laughs> he didn't even have a stepping stool. So there's just, that's a big difference right there. I mean, she just would have never understood him. And it's hard, you know, it's like, it's sad because you watch so talented and he has so much capability. I mean, well, we see it, you know, but it's just like, he he's gonna he's probably gonna drown in all of that that sorrow and um that grief if he doesn't get the right help and he needs real people on his side that is actually gonna be there mentally for him so i wish the man the best and i hope that he really do find god the real god (laughs) Not, not, not all that, that, oh, I'm going to just praise and pump God up just because it's cool and it sounds good and it look good. Nah. You need to break down and pray. Catch the Holy Ghost. Spirit. (laughs) 
Mm, plan. Poor man's yes, lost. Y'all. He is. He's lost. He is. Well, we're wrapping up and, you know, getting really close to an hour. Um, it's like great topics. I would love to get some, you know, some inbox, uh, some, some messages about, you know, maybe what you're going through or, you know, if you need advice, advice. or something. Yeah, please. Um, we Add hope- your DMs, Billion Dollar Baby or Mila the Brave. Just mm-hmm. send to us. We are ready to listen. And again, we will share anonymously. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to share your name, all that stuff. It's just so that we can connect with you guys. And we hope to be helpful, you know, for y'all mentally, because mm-hmm. you don't know what people are going through. And I understand if it's always, you know, if you just need somebody to talk to and there's nobody around. So feel free, drop your opinions. Um, billion dollar baby, billion underscore dollar, no art and underscore BBY. Boom. Yeah. All right, y'all. We're signing out. Peace, love, and um, safely, safe happiness. See you next time.